It's Thursday, June 25th, and today I talk with Bruce Harple about the Power Platform. We take an example app that he's building for employee engagement, and we talk through the different components that are a part of the Power Platform. Just say that real quick. Uh, and focusing in primarily on Power Apps. I hope you enjoy this. Hello, and welcome to the Three Wheel Podcast. Today, I have Sir Bruce Harple here with me. Hello, Bruce hey, Harple. Good morning, Danny. Glad to be here. Glad to, to have this extra time here with you. I know we spend lots of time together uh, day in, day out. And uh, today I'm looking forward to finding out a little bit more about your me goal. Yeah. And uh, finding, yeah. Out, finding out you're refreshing some of your skills here. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Good stuff. So let's um, let's go ahead and get uh, get started with this topic. Uh, um, <laughs> I almost want to call this... Um, what happens when a, a, a COBOL developer finds power apps or <laughs> you I can like teach that. it old dog new tricks, right? I like that. Yeah. yeah. So tell us, give us a little bit of background about what you'd like to talk about today. Yeah. So, you know, Dan, you mentioned uh, Meagles, which is something that uh, Three Wheel, we, we started doing this year, you know, which is really kind of giving each individual you know, a chance to set some kind of a growth goal each quarter. Yeah. Right? And, and, you know, for us to enable people to take the time you know, to grow personally, professionally, whatever they, they choose. And as I started thinking about kind of what I wanted to focus on, I mean, there's a lot of areas I could have gone, right? But, uh, yeah, I mean, as you know, I mean, I started my career, you know, back in the day, right, in the 70s and 80s as a as a COBOL and assembler developer, right, working for EDS. And um, I used to love it. You know, I used to love writing code. Uh, I used to love you know, debugging, tr troubleshooting. Uh, you know, just had a lot of passion around that. We read about you guys in history class, so yeah, I think I remember that. <laughs> That's right. Back when it was a uh, uh, you know, mainframe computer, right? Which which still live. Yeah, you know, there's still Cobol and Simpler out there for sure. Hey, but, that, yeah. that's when I started at when I started at Price Waterhouse Coopers. That's what the first language that they had us learn because there was more Cobol out there than anything else. So, absolutely. Hey. Well, and, and you know, I mean, I know obviously all that has changed, right? The, you know, the, uh, the development platforms and, and the tools, you know, even the code, you know, certainly dramatically changed, you know, since then. And I, and I haven't kept up as a hands-on developer, as, as you know. But, but you know, Microsoft talks about, you know, this new thing in Microsoft 365 called the Power Platform, right? Mm -hmm. And it, it's supposed to be this platform, you know, that, uh, you know, a, a business user can use to create solutions, right? Even old, even old coal bottom developers could use it. Even old COBOL developers can pick up this tool and create applications. And it's really targeted for, yeah, I think primarily you know, more, more simple line of business applications, yeah. but yeah. but it piqued my interest, right? So, okay. Yeah, so part of me is saying, well, let me prove whether that's really true or not. You know, mm -hmm. you know, can can a business user really pick up, you know, the power platform and yeah. uh, and create, you know, solutions, right, uh, on that platform? So... Yeah, I thought this would be a good good topic for this podcast. And maybe mm -hmm. what we do each quarter, Danny, is uh, you know, maybe part of what I'm doing is kind of providing an update on what I've learned, right? That's uh, great. Yeah, because I would consider myself more a business user at this point in my career versus a you know, a developer, right? So I'm a non-developer for sure. That's awesome. And I love these things where you have somebody's first experience with using some of these technologies because it's just good information. It's almost like you're doing a little primer on what you need to know as a develop sort of as a COBOL developer to pick up, you know, the power platform. So good stuff. Get us started. So what, what, what was this whole process like? 
Yeah. So, so what I did is uh, I, I kind of just started out just trying to understand, you know, what is the power platform, right? Uh-huh. You know, what does it include? You know, and, and it includes, you know, four key components. There, there's power apps, right, which is kind of what I decided to focus on. So mm-hmm. with power apps, the idea there is, is you have kind of this, this rapid, low-code development environment, right, to create custom apps. Yep. Um, you know, and, and the beauty of it is, is when you create something, when you create an app in, in, in Power Apps, you know, it really is is already kind of you know web enabled and mobile enabled, right? So it's already you know, out of the box, will run on any device, anywhere, any device, right? Which is kind of cool, right? Nice. You know, I don't have to worry about you know developing a web app and then figuring out how do I make that thing work on a mobile device. It's, it's yep. going to work that way. So that's uh, sort of built into the framework. Yeah, built into the framework. Nice. Um, and so there's also uh, Power Automate, you know, which is, is really just uh, you know, automating workflows, right, between applications, uh-huh. between services. Uh, and, and what I'm doing you know, as I kind of get through kind of building an app, you mm-hmm. know, I'll, I'll probably throw some Power Automate in there at the end, right, and, uh, and try to have some simplistic workflows. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, the re- that's the replacement for flow, right? That's right, replacement yep, for gotcha. flow. Yep. Yep. So and, that's and number two. What's number three? Pardon me? What's number three? Number three, Power BI, okay. right? You know, BI being business intelligence. So, you know, that that kind of is the uh, the analytics and insights component here, right? So, yeah. you know, if, if I build an app that's collecting, you know, data of some kind, you know, I could put Power BI on top of that data, you know, slice it and dice it and get different views into that that I can share with others, right? Mm. Um, and then the fourth element uh, piece of this is uh, Power Virtual Agents, right? So, you know, this is all about creating chatbots, right? Okay. Chatbots being, you know, little, uh, you know, code snippets that can go out and, and, and do certain things to you kind of behind the scenes, right? Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, those are the, the four elements of the platform, right? The power platform. And again, what I focused on is, is, uh, is power apps. You forgot the last, the fifth one, which is power builder. Right now, does that bring back that? Does this is where our this is where we connect, right? There you go. Power Builder was one of those things that sort of came soon out. You know, came that was one of those initial tools that was out there. So I was just wait. Everything's power. I was like taking my notes here, and it's like power this, power this. Where's Power Builder? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was one of the first client server based uh, you know application development platforms, right? Wow. Yep. Did that? Did that sort of? Jog some memories out, some yeah, but not good memories, Danny. Yep, yep. So go ahead. Sorry, I, I just had to add no, that. I'm just no, like that's the next cool. thing to add. Yeah. So what I what I thought I'd do, Danny, is is maybe just kind of walk through you know fifty thousand foot level kind of sure. what's in Power Apps, right? Yep. And and then I started tinkering with a little application, um, and I thought I could at least show a little bit of of what I got, um, you know, and kind of what it took to get to where I am. Cool. Um, so, yeah, so this so, is like a little line of business application that you ended up you're you're building probably something that we can try out within three will. Yeah, yeah. So actually, it's a, an employee engagement survey. Oh. So uh, you know, it, it's a way for us at the uh, the end of the year to kind of have a survey where we can, you know, kind of assess, uh, you know, where our uh, you know what our employees you know think about three will and, and areas that we can improve upon and, and just their careers and nice. So yeah, and and yeah, I got a few questions out there now, but uh, a lot more work to be done on it. But but I, I thought it's a that way it's something that we could uh, potentially use internally. So, um, 
but nice. yeah, so kind of the, the the foundational pieces of of Power App. So so one is you know the data sources, right? So if you're going to build an application, you know you're you're typically going to have to build it you know with with some kind of backend data store, right? And um, mm-hmm. you know the nice thing about Power Apps is is that data store could be in Excel, which will actually be my data store for what you'll see here in a minute. Uh, it could be SharePoint, right? So backend SharePoint lists. Uh, there's something called a, a common data sto- data service, which is a you know a, a more uh, you know baseline kind of relational data store, and, and then obviously there's SQL Server, right? SQL Server being you know more something that might be more perfect, something that that's got you know higher volume, right? Um, and you need to take advantage of a more powerful database. You imagine a system like SQL Server. Yeah. So, you know a, a lot of different backend data sources, right? Um, and, and that. That, that's key, right? And, and making that simple, right? Making that connection simple. Um, and they also have, you know, connectors, right? So a connector is just, it's it's kind of a, a bridge between your, your app and, and some data source or, or workflow or dashboard. And and they've got like, uh, Microsoft has like 270 plus connectors already that you can, that you can leverage. So an example of a connector would be, you know, for me to store data in SharePoint, right? I uh-huh. in SharePoint. Or I can I can push data to Outlook or pull data from Outlook. I can do the same thing with YouTube, Salesforce, Mailchimp, mm-hmm. right? So all these connectors that uh, are already there that you can leverage. You don't have to build the connector, right? It's already there for you to use. Is that using ODBC? Boy, Danny, I don't know. Uh, I'm, well, I'm, I'm just trying to bring up old technologies, Bruce. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a good one, actually, right? <laughs> no, yeah. but seriously, it sounds like this is just what's yeah, that? API based for sure. Yeah. The, it sounds like uh, this is nice, sort of like for for uh, prototyping something out. You could use like an Excel, and then once you've got it nailed, what you want to do, then you can move to SQL Server or move to a SharePoint list based on you know how how you number of people accessing it and other requirements that come into play yeah no and that's a great point Danny. i mean the way it's designed is is you can change that back-end data store you know, as you need to scale right and, and as you need to have um you know performance requirements you know you can you can be, you can switch the back-end data store pretty easily right without yeah. without changing your front end right yeah uh, or with minimal change your front end that that's the beauty of it as three will moves to hundreds of thousands of employees, you can scale it up. Yeah, and you, and you'll see the app that I'm working on this uh, this employee engagement survey back in data stores Excel, right? Yeah, because it, it's a pretty simple survey. It doesn't require yeah. a ton of data, and uh, you know that would that made sense for me to kind of start with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. And then the other thing, you know, the other piece of uh, of, of Power Apps, right, is you know there's something called Canvas app. Right. Okay. So, you know, and, and Canvas apps is kind of where you kind of create the UX, right? The user experience. And, uh, you know, Canvas, you can kind of think of, of an artist, right? Mm-hmm. You can choose to start with a blank canvas, right? I got a blank screen in front of me. And then you just start dropping in different uh, UX controls on that canvas, right? Yep. Whether it's a, a text box, uh, whether it's a you know, box that you're going to capture data, whether it's a, a set of, uh, you know, like a drop down list thing or whether it's a uh, radio buttons, whatever it might be, right? Uh, you can start with a blank canvas, right? And, and build it from there and connect it to a backend data store uh, or data source. Or you can do, they have something called model-driven app, 
right? And, and that's kind of where you start with your data model, right? And you kind of tell Power Apps, I've got this data model and this is what I want to use to, uh, I want to now create the front end, you know, to interact with that, that back end data model. Yeah. And automatically kind of bring it in and, and create kind of a starting UX for you, right? So, you know, a lot of flexibility there. Now for me, you know, so the other thing, you know, Danny is, you know, when you go into to Power Apps, there's all kinds of templates, right? Uh, I mean, they have a whole library of starting templates. So for me, like when I did this, you know, started on this employee engagement survey, I started with a template that they had, uh, which was great, you know, because it, it gave me a jump start. So uh, they had like they had something that was like a survey or an employee engagement survey that was a starting point for you. That's right. Now that's that's, right. that's my kind of development right there. Yeah, yeah. So maybe what we'll do, Dan. So let me. Uh, Ooh, show and tell time. Yeah, let's let's, let's let me share it. my screen here. Let me see. Let's we'll say what I will share my desktop, and I'm going to go over to Chrome here. Yeah. So so yeah, this is my canvas. What you're looking at right here, uh -huh. right? You see the employee engagement survey. You know, that that's my canvas. And so you know, what I can do is I'll just kind of I'm gonna run what's there today. You know, so if I hit this, you know, so so this is it, right? Uh, I hit get started. You know, it tells me a little bit about nice. what I've got. Got five questions. You know, what is your practice? And you're familiar with that, right? I'm an innovation yep. practice. Are you proud to work at three wheel? No. Uh, <laughs> well, I better answer definitely there. Um, yeah, you know, this was kind of one of the default questions. Obviously, I'm not going to keep this one in yeah. our survey, but uh, we've got that. You sell yourself working here in a year? Yes. You know, I can say love it. Love it at three. Well, bam. You know, uh, done. So um, cool. You know, pretty pretty simple, right? And and for me, I needed to kind of start with with, with something simple, and yeah, even when I uh, started this, there is a, a back-end data store, right? So if I click over here, so this is in my OneDrive, you know, and this is where it's pulling, you know, the questions, right? You know, oh, that's awesome, Bruce. You know, these, oops, let me get a refresh this. Yeah, here's the, the questions. And then here was kind of the, the choices, right? So for question one, I had... You remember these were my choices, right? Yeah, Street nice, back. nice. Uh, and then the responses are kind of over over here, you know, as you collect the responses, right? So, uh, and it was interesting when I um, let me go back to the app here. Where where is it here? I mean, when I first started this, when I picked the template, I actually didn't know that it already had created this data store in Excel for me on the back end, and I was in here. Like if I go down here. Uh, on my left, this is kind of my my navigation. Like so, there's question one, you know, and then if I expand that out, you know, so and I was changing stuff over here, and it wasn't changing my questions, and, and I was like, what the heck is this thing doing? Because I didn't know, ah, you know, they you know it was hooked up to the back end, and uh, I finally poked around enough and said, oh wait a minute, there's a data store that's you know got the question, got the choices. Uh, you know, and then you can see, like, if I click through the different pieces here, you can see it's highlighting, you know, these are all the components, you know, that are on here, right? Um, you know, each 
each, uh, and then here's my radio buttons, right? That I've got here. Mm -hmm. um, and and then you know, kind of with each one of these, you know, if I go to the right, you can see I have different properties here, right? Nice. So I, I can control, you know, some of the properties of that text box, right? So, you know, I mean, it's it's uh, you know, it, it's one of those things, Danny, where you you definitely you know, and I took. Yeah, I mean, there are some good, uh, you know, learning you know, modules out there that Microsoft has, Portaflight has, you know, and I did a few things, but I'm kind of a, just let me just get in there and poke around kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, so it, it helps if you're you're curious and you're willing to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's not always easy and intuitive to figure out you had to, well, changing things isn't so bad, but if you wanted to add things, like I had, to, I added these radio buttons and it took me a while to figure that out. Um, yeah, maybe if I'd taken more training, I would have been more uh, efficient at it. But uh, yeah, I chose to uh, take some training and then to dive in because I was curious and wanted to kind of play around and get some things going. So this um, is great. This is great. I could see like on um, I could see how for like our client. I mean, because we're typically helping folks with you know transforming, so getting stuff over onto Microsoft 365, and then you know setting up the digital workplace. And I could see this as like a a part of what we're teaching, like um, for the no-code, low-code line of business solutions that need to be maintainable and change over time. Right. This is this is a great thing for for because part of this is is just going to be uh, training that uh, power user community uh, to be able to use these tools. Yeah, and take and advantage of, the things, of these tools. Yeah, and if you think about Danny, you know, we we talk about you know our, our customers today. You know, the way customers innovate today, especially business users, the, the tool of choice for innovation is Excel. Yeah. Right. We, yeah. we call it, we describe it as the Swiss Army knife for business. Yep. Yeah. Right. And, and think about that. If you, if you took an Excel spreadsheet, right, so I, I chose to build a canvas you know, app, right? But if you did a model-driven app and you had an Excel spreadsheet and you wanted to kind of get more of a front end on top of it, and then yep. you wanted to layer BI on top of that as well, right? Yeah, you know, to be able to kind of present it in a, a, a more you know dashboard kind of way, you know, man, I mean, the platform for those kind of business users, you know, that are having to go in and handcraft Excel to put a, a UX on the front of it that more than one person can use, uh, you have to put some flow with it, you have to put a dashboard on top of it. I mean, for that, you know, there's there's huge value and opportunity here, right? I mean, mm -hmm. Is it super simple to use? I wouldn't say that necessarily for sure, but um, you know the the potential is there for sure. I, I think there's tremendous opportunity. And I know Microsoft's goal is to create more quote unquote you know solution developers, right? Yeah. Through this yep. platform, you know, put put tools in the hands of business users to to kind of create their own line of business app. So, where are you to the point where you're looking at sort of like where this gets deployed or using some of the other stuff like like uh, Power Automate, Power BI, the virtual agent stuff? Yeah, I mean, that that's kind of kind of next, right, yep. is, is to publish this because there's a, a publish step that you can go through to actually publish it. Um, so, yeah, that that's kind of coming. Well, I want to kind of build this out yeah. some more. Perfect. You know, get it published where I can yep. get others to poke at it. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, at the end, you know, there we you know, I might add a flow. So when somebody completes a survey, you know, a notification goes off to you know to HR to let them know somebody's completed a survey. And then with the survey results, that's a great opportunity to put some BI on top of that, right? 
and create yep. a little dashboard. So, you know, as a leadership team, you know, we could slice and dice, you know, the survey content, right, and understand, you know, what, what people are, uh, what feedback they're providing to us. So, yeah, that that's that's later on. Yeah, and for that's me, you kind of get to this point, right, you know, finding the template, figuring out how you're connected to Excel, starting to change some of the questions around. I mean, I, I, mean, I can tell you I, I didn't invest more than a couple of hours to get where I am, right? Nice. So, yeah, from that perspective, you know, uh, you know, yeah, I got pretty far in a short period of time. So if someone was heads down, you know, focusing on this for, you know, several hours a day, you know, for, for you know, a week or two, you could get a lot done. And, and I'm sure like anything else, you can get more efficient as, as you work with the tool. So we have just proved you can teach an old dog new tricks. There it is, people. Old no dog, new tricks. You might be a little you, bit slow. You uh, saw it. You saw it live. So great. So this will be like a part one of this series, and the yeah. next time we'll get together, um, you've got sort of what what is I guess for your me goal for this next quarter? What is it to add on Power Automate, add on Power BI? What are, what are the goals to sort of get people prepped for the next one that we do of these? Well, I mean, my, my next quarter goal was really to kind of get a, a, a certification around this. Okay, uh, cool. Which, you know, I'll do that. But I think I want to keep, you know, pushing this forward, right? Huh. I think probably I want to get this app built out a little bit more, maybe add a flow on to the end of it. Nice. Um, you know, something like that. So uh, just want to keep keep working on it, chipping away at it a little bit at a time. Cool. That's great. I love these little sort of build them up types of demos and uh yeah, maybe even next time as you go through that certification, give us some pointers on that because I'm sure people would be interested in in that as well. Sort of like what was the exam, what was the certification exam, anything you learned there. So yeah. uh, this is great. You know, it's it's um and, and you've seen other tech uh, companies do this, which is everybody you know keep everybody everybody needs to keep their hands dirty because if you're so far away from ever doing development, everything sort of just looks easy. And uh, I think it's just great that you're continuing to, to, I know it's, I know it's, this is a low code, no code type of thing, but there's, right. um, as I tell Austin and as I tell other people at three will all the time and different people that I work with, uh, ain't nothing easy when you're doing it for real. Um, you got, especially where you're like, you've got this demo and now you need to deploy it. And then what happens if you need to make changes to it? Right. There's always little things that you need to learn and you're reminded of that it's, uh, that ain't nothing easy when you're doing it for real. So I appreciate this time with you, Bruce. Look forward to getting together with you next quarter. Thanks for keeping your hands dirty. I think that's a wonderful thing. Keeps us engaged. Uh, and uh, it's just it's great to learn new things and it's great to see Microsoft's direction with this as well. This is powerful stuff because yeah yeah I know it is and I, I've enjoyed uh, you know getting in I'm, I think I just dipped my toe right at this yep. point I, I need to kind of yep. you know get up to my ankles next time we <laughs> we've seen so many times where we help a company deploy uh, SharePoint and and the rest of Office 365 and nowadays Microsoft 365. And we come back maybe a couple of years later and we see all these applications that they've built themselves. And that's good stuff. I mean, that's really, you're teaching them, you know, this is this to enable them to have this as part of what they're doing uh, is just, is a great thing. Even if we're not the ones building it to give them these capabilities, I think is a, is a wonderful service to provide people. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. All right. Thanks everybody for listening and have a wonderful day. Thanks, Bruce. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. Take care. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to the Work Together Better podcast. We're available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you're looking for a partner to help you craft a modern digital workplace on the Microsoft Cloud, please come by and see us at 3will.com. That's the number three spelled out, W-I-L-L.com. Thank you and have a great day.